As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only Shoots Magoots. What's up, dude? Finally back to 100%. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Happy to be back. Rough, rough week. You know, yeah. well, you've you've had an actual rough week. <laughs> I've just been recovering. You had a self-inflicted rough. Yeah, week. I'm just old and can't hang anymore. So when I go out like that on a weekend, it takes me like four days to recover. But I'm back. Counter, counter. I have a counter for you to make yourself feel a little bit better. Okay. You always say that, like I'm old, I can't hang anymore. But you always continue to hang. Oh, I hang. You hang. You In the moment, I hang. That, right. You, you never shy away from the hang. You just won't get a text from me for like three days. Right. I will because you it's will. business related, but most people don't. So I actually feel privileged. But yeah, I want to make you so, like, feel a little bit better about yourself. You do hang. It's just the aftermath in which you're no longer a youngin. Well, I couldn't even play video games. Like It was that bad. Like, like Monday, that Monday bad. and Tuesday night, I was like, nope. Yeah, I was Can't curious, actually, because I was getting on the sticks. I'm like, where, where are you at? I don't dead. understand. <laughs> Not even asleep, just dead. I, I was on a couch. I think I watched, finally finished Suits. I know we talked about this a couple of yeah, weeks we ago. Yeah, we did. Fucking, if anybody, anybody's watching that, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it ends abruptly. Well, There's no actual. Canceled. There, it, I guess it got canceled. I would, I would imagine it got canceled, yeah. and then they're like, all right, let's just wrap this shit up. That's yeah. not a show where people were, look, it's entertaining. Was it, on, it was on USA. Probably, or like Spike. Like... Could have been on Spike. <laughs> Blue Mountain State was on Spike. Spike. Fucking love that. But like. What was it called before that? Because it was like TV for dudes. Gas? Oh, maybe. Fuel. Fuel, Fuel TV? Fuel TV, I that's think. something different? No, I think Fuel TV is that one that bars have contracts with. Like, you'll see. Um, oh, like the Chive TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The Chive TV. Like, there's no chance of that. Like, how does that company still work? I guess it's just every bar in America has one TV in it. That just continues. It's just Chive playing. TV. And yeah. it's just like weird videos that we saw on TikTok or Instagram like six months ago. Like snowboarding fails. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, I still like to watch. What? What is, uh, that's, I'm going to have to Google that. Spike TV was something before and it was literally labeled as like TV for men. And it was like Spike Ball or Slam yeah. Ball, I mean, um, like all the dude shows. All the dude shows. They, had, they shows. had reruns of the man show, like stuff like that on there. Yeah, that would which, ruin Jimmy Kimmel's career yeah, if anybody knew forget. that that happened. That's so fucking funny to me that Jimmy Kimmel is like, and I think Jimmy Kimmel's great, like whatever. I, I don't. He, he is, but uh, like he's so now he'll like he refrains from jokes and he he like stands up for other. people. It's like, dude, you had a show where you had girls jumping on a trampoline. That was a at the segment end of, of the like, show. Yeah. Ziggy zaggy, ziggy zaggy. Oh, <laughs> I used to watch that when I was like nine. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's why we are the way that we are today. Oh, thanks a lot, Jimmy Kimmel yeah, and Adam too. Ferreira. Corolla. Corolla. Mm-hmm. It's Adam Ferreira. What are we talking about? I don't know, dude. What a rant. What a rant. Spike TV. He's getting in there. TV just, for men. Just really firing it up here. You know what? That was the counterpart to Bravo TV. Yeah, I guess it was. Before we broke down the barriers. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're fucking trailblazers. <laughs> Look at us. This is what we're here for. But yeah, so TV got me through the week. Sleeping got me through the week. And... I found a new, there was a trend on Twitter about, it was just like all different like funny Christmas memes, but like takes on Christmas stories and Christmas songs and all that, whatever. I want to share one. Oh, yeah. This one, this one stuck out to me and it's so fucking funny. Okay. Let's You're going to love it. So this was a tweet that I saw. It said, Whoville celebrating Christmas means there was a who Jesus. 
<laughs> and I can't stop imagining what kind of insane susicle contraption they would have to crucify people. <laughs> a who crux? A who, a who crux? Yeah, is that what Harry Potter was going for? <laughs> That's such a good theory. I never thought of that. It's it's great. It, it's, oh it's incredible. man! I was laughing out loud at that when I sent I sent that to a couple different people. I think I sent it to you. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's been a hell of a week. One of those weeks. Yeah. But yeah, wanted to share that in lieu of uh, not a lot of current events because I wasn't keeping current this week. I was living in the past in my misery. I, I get, I'm still stuck on the other thing. Husifix. Husifix. A husifix? A husifiction. A husifiction. Okay, I like that. Uh, yeah. Who would... Oh, I want to do all of the biblical characters as Dr. Seuss characters now. Husis Pilot? Hootis? <laughs> Yes, we got to move on, but I could do this all okay. day long. Who would the Grinch be? The probably Hootis. He's Hootis. Yeah. Okay. The Grinch is Hootis. Yeah, Judas, well, in a different way, I guess he regretted his actions and killed himself. The Grinch regretted his actions and brought Christmas back. Wait, who killed himself? Judas. Oh, I thought you said who's this? I was like, now we're. Oh, no, dude! Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't want to. I don't believe we're it. not getting political. Oh Jesus! Oh, who's oh, this? Who's this? <laughs> Let's do a Rose and Thorn. That might be my Rose for the week. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, let's Rose and Thorn it up. Let's hear what you got. All right. So I, this is, I'm going to start with my, the, my Thorn is actually my, is the funniest and I love it so much, but it's a yeah. Thorn because it's for Matt Rogers. Oh, and he's not here to defend himself, but this is some next level, like supreme hating. And this is the shit that gets me out of the bed in the morning. <laughs> Somebody commented on the YouTube video of us with Matt. And time-stamped different times and said, sir, stop with the nose-picking. It's gross. Also, do not trust people who have a smile or smirk as their resting face. Just saying. Wow. And it was Matt. Like, he was just, like, you know, like, rubbing some, like, dead nose. skin, scratching his yeah. nose or something. I didn't say anything. It wasn't bugs. anything egregious, but that's next-level hating. Wow. I yeah. love that. I actually forgot about my rose. I just put my phone right back down. Uh, my rose, this is, you know, people coming together. Somebody left a review Gross. and said, how about them cowgirls? I mean, boys, cowboys couldn't resist, but gave us five stars. Eh. It's okay. I'm on the next It's week. fine. Yeah. Ha. You get your week. Yeah. You get your week. You get your week. We're, we split the series, by the way. Let's not forget. Yeah. It's one and one. We're not going to get into it. I but, don't want all to. Right, fair enough. Um, all right. My Rose and Thorn. I've got both. And then I've got a community Thorn that I think is funny. I would like to uh, share with the group. And this one, uh, I'm going to start with my Thorn. And then I'll do my community thorn. Then I'll do, or no, thorn, rose, community thorn. But my thorn is this. And this is also in reference to Matt Rogers, which is funny. <laughs> and this comes from YouTube. It says, I'm sorry. No, it's supposed to say no offense. It says, I'm sorry, not offense. Feel like Matt is the host. And these two are Sutton's fans. You need to be logical as a host as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But we're the hosts. Yeah, I know. Well, we got to be logical. It's, it's so funny, though, because I feel like good interviewing tactic is to allow your guests to talk as much as they want that's, that's the whole point for. that they're there for yeah we ask a question you stimulate the question a little bit let them go for a while and then we rein them back in that's the whole point so there's no winning apparently yeah you can't win but uh <laughs> hey if we were lucky enough to have matt rogers as our host frequently we'd be doing pretty well sure. yeah come on on matt anytime and my rose is this and this comes from an Apple podcast review, and I always like to read these ones because this is what we're going for, but it's 
from NCMCP5. It says, just plain awesome. Five stars. The Brav Bros feel just like that. Like my bros. I'm not a podcast fan typically, but I look forward to this every week. I don't have many people that I can talk Bravo with, but these guys make it feel like they're friends in my living room just chatting away. And there's more to it than that. But it ends with long live this podcast and the bros, which I will read. But uh, that's the goal here. We want you guys to feel like we are just your bros hanging out, chit-chatting about Bravo. So when I see that resonate with somebody, I got to call it out because that's that's literally the goal. Long live the kings. Long li- Well, I didn't say that. See, why? Never mind. My community thorn is this. And for those of you that don't know, we are now with Big IP Media. That is our new company. It's our new home. We are super excited to get started with them. Shout out to Scott Porch. But my thorn is this, because we, as we switch all of our stuff over, we get um, notifications from our platform in which we put the podcast out, like right. physically where I upload it to. And we got an email to like wrap up your year with this podcast company. We haven't really started with them yet, so they sent us the wrong podcast uh, numbers but they didn't put a name on it. And it just said that our total earned for the year was half a million (laughs) (laughs) that we earned like 30 grand from non-host right. It was a astronomical amount of money that got sent to our inbox. And I was like, Oh my God. And shooter sent it to me first. And he's like, what, what is this? And I, we both knew it probably wasn't ours. No, we knew it wasn't ours. There was like there's, a there's point no probably look, in there. There was like a 0.5% where I'm like, maybe there was an oversight and they owe us this much money. They don't. We got a follow-up email that said, we're so sorry. That's not you guys. <laughs> and that, that hurt a little bit. I'm not yeah, going to lie. But now, you know what? It gives us something to strive for. I'm gonna somebody's save out it. there making that money. I'm saving that screenshot for the rest of my life. Yeah. And until we get to that number, I will not be satisfied. Are you going to delete the screenshot if we get to that number? No, I'm going to put our number up next to it. This is real. I'm going to put it up put in it a on picture Instagram? frame. No, no. Fuck. Oh, that. That's tacky. Jesus. No, 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 no. Just for us. No, Look at us. We're rich. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not an asshole. I'm going to put it in a picture frame next to each other, and I'm just going to put it in here somewhere. I like that. Not where anyone can see it on the like filming, but where little, we could see it. Give it a little kiss every time we come in here? Yeah. Something to shoot for. Kind something like the Notre Dame, like play like a champion today? Exactly. Something to shoot for, and then goal achieved. I think okay. that's important. I like that. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on to the Bravo stuff, and let me preface this real quick. All right, so we have a new format that we're going to put into play. Nothing really changes. It's just how you get the episodes. So we are going to drop today's episode in three parts. That doesn't mean that you have to wait any longer to listen to the next part. That just means that it's going to drop congruently on the same day. So there'll be three episodes per day that we drop. So that means on Tuesday, however many shows are in that episode, it'll be stretched out over the episodes accordingly. So you no longer need timestamps. I'll still timestamp it for you. But you'll be able to just listen to the episode that has to do with the show you want to listen to, which I think makes everything easier for everybody. Yeah, I think everybody's going to like that because, to be honest, the majority of people that listen probably do skip. If you don't watch, say, Miami, you're going to skip through Miami. You don't watch Salt Lake, you're going to skip through that. There are a lot of people out there that listen to the whole episode, and we love those people the most. Heart you. It's like picking your favorite um, child. Sure. Those are the people that we love the most. Yeah, the ones but, that don't like the other kids. But we understand if you don't watch the show, you're not going to listen to two idiots talk about it. So go to the next episode. Go listen to Beverly Hills if you want to do that. And we're going to make it special each time. Yep, exactly. It'll be its own standalone episode, but it kind of cleans things up a little bit, makes it a little neat and tidier for us and for you, the audience. But without further ado, let's talk about a little Beverly Hills, a little Rob Huh, a little... Uh... Rob Huh? Rob Huh? <laughs> That's the new take on it for this season. Huh? Rob, huh? 
scared question mark. But we start out and we get like a little weird kind of cut scene where it's it seems current and then it flashes back a little bit. And it's it's the intro and it's Kyle and Mo. And it's just kind of like a recap of what's been going on. And the rumors come up and she references that Sutton's been implying certain things and Garcelle's been implying certain things. But the thing that stood out to me the most was because I'm just watching how these two interact. The kiss at the end. Awkward. Off-putting. <laughs> Off-putting is funny. I saw a lot of people say that it was very cringy. It was. It, it was. It, it's because we know what we know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's so hard to just take it as like a standalone to watch them kiss and be like, is that a real kiss? Well, my thing with it was, I don't even think it was a camera kiss. I think it was more so like a Mo, like, are we good kiss? And like, yeah. I read her body language on this and like the way that she kind of pulls away, like she doesn't want to be touched by him. No. That's the vibe I get. And that implies he did something. Well, it comes on the heels of talking about her new tattoo. Yeah. And Mo saying, I hope I get to see it more often. Yeah, that we saw that interaction. And that was before. also very awkward. Yeah. Anytime but, it gets intimate between them. But I think, yeah, that is true. It, it's just very awkward when the two of them get intimate and... I think as a standalone, even not even addressing the rumors and knowing what we know now, I think it's still just a very awkward situation to watch. It's, it's Wow. It's extremely awkward. Just like that sentence that just came out of yeah. my mouth. Um, but I think the big thing that I also took from it, and this has got to be tough, and I, I've never thought about this, but when the actual housewives watch this shit back, like seeing production lean into this storyline where like the music gets dramatic and it zooms in on the picture of them when they were happy. I was mm -hmm. like, to see your move or your life played out like a movie when shit's going bad has to really suck. <laughs> I don't know that Kyle's rewatching this. I don't think he I don't can. think she is. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't. No, there's no way. I wouldn't either. But, but I don't know. At the same time, like how could you not? Like to see what other women are saying about you to like, I don't know. I, I think, think it's so hard. I don't know. Yeah. I, you probably get sent so much from other people that do That's watch fair. it. So if you have other friends or like, you think Morgan Wade sitting down to watch this? Probably not. But maybe why? just like, uh, yeah, she might be too cool for it. She is too. Cool. I don't, she probably doesn't even watch TV. She, she razzes me. It's crazy. She's, she's the only friend that I have. The only friend that'll sarcastic just sarcastic and gives me shit. It's like, she's fucking flirting with you. That's what she's doing. Yeah, that's that's like the <laughs> the first stage of flirting is negging yes. somebody. That's all you're getting. But anyway, moving on from there, we get Sutton at her store and she's setting up a party. It's been four years since she opened and wants to celebrate. The store is doing well. And they got through a really tough four years if you think about the timing of it. That was yeah. COVID. There was a lot going on in the world. So her designer was like trapped stuck in, France. in France. And, you know, that was a big deal. Oh, it was man. a really big deal. He finally got there. survived. Yeah, thank God we got through that. But <laughs> fucking bless yourself. I did. No, I blessed. <laughs> I blessed the store. <laughs> yeah, if you don't watch Praise on who's YouTube, this? you missed that one. Plays plays who's this? God, <laughs> bad day for you. I told you I am. This at... was me on Tuesday, though. It's okay. I'm okay. gonna let you go. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, they're chit chatting about the the store, and it's nice because Sutton feels accomplished, and she should. This is a big deal. But we get a FaceTime with Crystal, and they're referencing the alcoholic rumors and the stuff that people have been saying behind their back and this is why i like crystal and you know we do wish that we would get more out of her and that might be a production thing it might just be this season she's coming out of her shell and we get more out of her later but what i do like about her is when she doesn't like something regardless of who said it it's like she will always call it out 
And I yeah. would always appreciate that about her because she's like, yeah, this is bullshit because I heard Dorit saying this and that means that Kyle was saying this. And then when it gets all twisted up later where Dorit's trying to like spin it, yeah, it's irrelevant. The, the point of the story is what Crystal told Sutton is all correct. It's all true. It's all very correct. And something that I remember in, in interactions with Sutton and Crystal all the time, what the way they started out was awful. Mm-hmm. They were at each other's necks. It was Crystal's first season. Sutton was going after the new girl. But now Crystal loves Sutton. She even says it on camera. Garcelle loves Sutton. She says it on camera as well. That's Those are genuine friendships. So everybody who gives a shit for being Sutton fans, you have to look into that and say, who are the realest people on this show? That's a good way to put it's it. It's probably Crystal and Garcelle. And that's not even us just like standing up for the people that we like. We like the people who are real. If the two of them say they love Sutton, maybe Sutton off camera is a little different. Maybe they understand her a little bit better. But I feel like that's it's a blessing, honestly, that they're giving her. And we need to kind of look into that and say, you know what? Maybe she's just real. This is just who Sutton is. And for her, for Crystal to sit there on FaceTime and tell her what's going on with Dorit, one, it's a huge step for Crystal because she's putting herself in the limelight, which is what we need. Yep. We need her to stop taking a step back, maybe stop getting cut out by production, whatever's going on. She's putting herself right into the center of it, and I think she's ready to handle it based on what we saw later. I think she's more than capable of handling herself, especially with this crew, but it's nice to see her you know, standing out a little bit. And one thing I didn't think about with all these accusations, you know, I take it at a personal level where it's like, you know, you can't put this out there in the world because it's going to look really bad on Sutton. What I didn't think about is custody. I didn't think about business right. implications. Like if you put it out there that she is an alcoholic, people are going to question how responsible she is. That could 1,000% end up in court. Like, if there was a custody, but I don't think there will be. It doesn't sound like there's bad blood between the two of them. No. I don't think he's looking for reasons to not let his son stay there. I don't think that he would have told Sutton that he wanted her to move with him. Right. Maybe not, like, live together, but move into the same country with him if he didn't trust her as a mother. Right. So I, I think when that got brought to my attention, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's really shitty, too. Like, there's a lot more here than just... uh an offhanded comment like, yeah, oh, she puts vodka in her coffee. It's like, you're implying she wakes up and starts the day with a drink. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference between a housewife that owns a business and has a lot of things going on for her versus Dorit, who no real shade, but Dorit's whole life is housewives at this point. Yes, right. she, you know, she goes to parties, she has PK, whatever else is going on. But she looks in, th- she looks at things through the glasses of, oh, this is a housewife show. This yeah. is a good comment to make on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The implications are you might cause her to have some sort of loss with business, with family, whatever else might happen. And I don't think Dorit's thinking about any of that. I don't think so either. I think that happens a lot in these shows. But this next scene with Kyle was her most important scene of the season. And I think her most important scene in a long time. Because we get her with Jamie, her therapist and life coach. This is the first therapist and life coach i've seen on one of these shows where i'm like this makes sense this dude right. seems like a beverly hills therapist and his advice seems sound and like he actually seemed competent i guess well he knows her he said he's known her for 20, for years, 20 years which is helpful but the way that he was handling the situation it felt way more like a therapist patient relationship than what we've seen in the past where it's borderline enabling of the patient for TV's sake, like yeah. with Austin and his therapist. I see that shit happen. I'm like, this doesn't seem like a good And thing. that's usually the norm for these shows. Yeah. This this did feel a lot more, and I'm I'm hypercritical of the therapist on oh, these me shows. Too. Jamie's not one of them. I don't know. Jamie that. sat there, listened to her, 
asked her questions back, didn't give advice until the very end when she asked for it. Correct. Which is not what we've seen through any therapist or marriage counselor or whatever the fuck else we've seen on these shows. He actually did seem like, one, he genuinely cares. He's a friend. But he's also a therapist and a life coach, which, can you be both the same at the same sure. time? Yeah, I think a therapist already implies like life coach in certain ways. Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe not the official redundant. title. Yeah, I could you could argue that's redundant, but I, I think they can both be in place. Are you stuck on that? Is that tough for you? Nah, it's it's redundant. I think it's full on redundant. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, pick one, dude. In... I guess you would pick therapist, right? It depends. What's more lucrative, probably. I would assume therapist makes better money than a life coach, but I don't know. I, I think that just depends on what avenue you explore further. Can we move on now? Yeah, we can move okay, on. Okay, cool. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Back to this scene. Like I said, I think this was extremely important, and this doesn't matter how you feel about Kyle. You could hate Kyle. You could want her off the show. This shows you that this is a real person going through some real, real shit right now, and yeah, her actions and behavior can be questioned. Is it too much? Is she changing? Is she changing for the wrong reasons? Sure. But this is why. And when we hear about everything with her sisters, and that has to be really difficult, and then everything with her friend Lorraine, who, who committed suicide, and they've been best friends forever, never had a falling out, never had anything bad. Like That was her ride or die. And when she passed away, I don't think that Kyle has fully come to terms with it i don't think she's processed it i think that that hitting her and then her sister's hitting her and then the fact that the one thing that was always constant and present in her life which was mo in their marriage that's on the rocks she has no fallback now all of her behavior starts to make a lot more sense to me the fact that she's doing new things she never has before via morgan wade that makes a lot of sense life is short all of these crazy things just happened to me i want to enjoy my life i'm not happy right now what's going to make me happy this stuff does this shit with morgan wade maybe it's the wrong timing. Maybe it's the wrong reasons, but it makes her happy. It makes her feel good. She doesn't want to feel depressed. She can't afford to feel depressed right now. I'm going to lean into this Morgan stuff because it makes me happy. All right, that makes sense. I don't want to waste my life away. I want to change things. I'm working out every day. It makes me feel good. Okay, I'm not going to drink. All right. All of this shit adds up to a certain point where I'm like, is it too much? Maybe. But is it the right thing for her right now? Is it getting her through all of this shit? It seems to be. Yeah, is that enough? It could be. It definitely seems to be. And I think that you could argue maybe you do it in stages. Maybe you start work. Maybe you cut out drinking first, see how that goes. Then you start working out a little more aggressively. Sure. The Morgan Wade thing of it all, that's, I'm going to completely take the affair part aside. Yeah, take that. She actually has somebody to talk to. Right. That is, has gone through something similar that you can kind of connect with on a deeper level. Yes. Do I still think it, if there is, you know, some sort of relationship there? Yeah, it is a little gross. The woman is reaching out to Morgan Wade on Instagram and stalking her and then trying to get a rise out of her and then becoming best friends. And they're getting tattoos together. All of that's really weird to me. <laughs> All of that is super fucking bizarre. I know it is. However, if you look at it in a nutshell, she finally has somebody that she can talk to while she's doing all of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, is she doing too much too quickly at the same time? Probably. But if she can get through it and she can maintain all of those things at the same time, she's going to be better in like 
give it a couple of months. Once she figures out the Mo thing, she's going to look back and say, yeah, I'm happy that I did that. She's not going to say, I wish I did it in stages because I feel like it just kind of accelerated the whole process for her. I agree. And she might look back and have some regrets on how she handled it. Everybody does, though. Right. That's my point. So if like, I guess what I would like to see from her friends more. And again, I'm not a big Kyle fan and she still has done some really shitty things this year. But if I'm a friend of Kyle's, what I would be looking for is somebody to be like, hey, you're making a lot of crazy changes. Are you good? Okay, I'm going to support you through this. Let's let's move forward. And like we get this whole thing now that's coming out where she's not as close with Dorit anymore. She's not as close with her other friends anymore because of Morgan Wade. And it's like, okay, but let's frame it a different way just for the sake of the argument. During all these crazy changes, were you ever supportive or were you always questioning? Because that's going to push her away towards somebody that's not giving her shit for it. That's just being accepting, i.e. Morgan Wade. So how did you handle it for those six months to a year that she was going through these changes? Were you there or were you distant because you didn't understand? And I think that explains a lot as to where everybody stands today. I think it also has something to do with the fact that she's reconciling with her family. That's another big part. Her getting closer to Kim again. Apparently, she's gotten closer to Kathy and she's met Paris' baby. So there's, there's a lot more going on there. Add in all of the other things that are going on, obviously, after the season stopped filming, which is, you know, maybe a couple of weeks or maybe a month or two after what we're watching currently. She's still doing all the same things that we're watching there. She's still not drinking. She's still working on a lot. She's still seeing Morgan Wade. Moe's a little more polarizing with his Dancing with the Stars partner and all of that. So it's still really tough for Kyle. Mm. We know that because we're watching this now. We see how she's dealing with it. And we understand she's going really fucking going through it. When you see all the things that are happening currently, you know she's still going through it. Yes. So she's battling and she's reconciling with who she can. And yeah, I mean, if there's some collateral damage in there with her not being super close to Dorit anymore, because you can see that. Like, we watch that all the time. We talk about true friends on this show all the time. Dorit's just, I don't really know how to describe Dorit. She doesn't seem like the type of friend that walks in and says, are you okay? I don't want to take away from their friendship. I don't know. I mean, I could. I'm not taking away from their friendship. I'm taking away from Dorit. Dorit doesn't seem like a concerned friend. She seems like a. I need to know what's going on in your life so that I know, and that I can maybe I can tell other people. I think that's kind of what I get from her. I don't think you're wrong. I think the way that I take it is: Do we get a completely different Dorit on screen? Like. Are they having different, deeper conversations off screen than like the face value shit we get when they're driving to an event? That's, I guess, my big question, because that would be a different. No, I, I guess if Dorit can turn it on and turn it off after all these years of being on the show, maybe. I mean, we see it with her and PK and how she talks about him. And then in real life, they're getting separated. I don't think it's that far, like that much of a far cry that she could be a different person off camera. I don't, I don't think know. anybody. We need. We need somebody to dig into Dorit as a person, her personality. <laughs> we'll get, uh, I, I can't we'll get Marisol's out. PI. Yeah, there you go. But the next scene we get, Garcelle is taking her son and his girlfriend out on a little date to get to know Ashlyn is the girlfriend's name. And uh, Jade is smitten. Jade is very much a 15-year-old boy, and it's cute. Like, out of all the relationships, of the, cute. Out of all of the fifteen-year-old children on these shows, Jade is the only one that's actually like a fifteen-year-old. He is kid. the yeah. He's a quintessential. Between Monica's daughter on Salt Lake, who's yeah. like a fucking forty-year-old woman who's yeah. wiser than I am. She's like, hey, mom, how are you? How's yeah. everything going? And Garcelle's other son, who's like telling her what to do, and now he's the man of the family. Like, what is going on? I don't know, man. But What's up with these kids? At least Jade is normal. And yeah, go play Fortnite. Have fun yeah. with your friends. Exactly, but. 
it was a nice scene. I just wanted to touch on that real quick. But the next scene, I don't know what Anne Marie is doing on this show. I don't. I, I don't know why she's here. I don't know if it's like you said last week. Kyle needed uh, some backup, so they sent her in. But this scene is insane, and we're gonna keep the Marcellus Wiley talk to a minimum, given everything that's come out in the media and in the press. But the fact that she openly told us, the audience, that her husband said she's an eight and a half at everything. Looks, brains, you name it, 8.5. 9.5 on the body, which weirdly seems more disrespectful that her body is better than the rest of her. Like, <laughs> there's so much to, to unpack here. I don't know. I didn't know what to do about that. Like, I felt I felt bad. And I, she seems I proud of it. She's proud. Yeah, that's why I didn't feel bad. But the other part of it is, and like Dev and I talked about, she's like, can you believe that? I was like, no, it's fucking insane. But I said, the one thing that I kind of respect is the honesty. And I was talking to Dev when I said this. I was like, because nobody in the world is a 10 at everything except for you. And like for... <laughs> Jesus, dude. You fucking opened that can of worms? I said, except for you. She is a 10. That's a 10 on all fronts. But my point was, no one else is. So at least, okay. like, I guess the honesty is kind of funny. Because, like, 8.5, if you're an 8.5 at everything, you are excelling. You're exceptional in We life. need more context to it. Like, when, when did you have this conversation? How did this start? Why did you sit down and have Marcellus go through a rating scale for all of your things? Like, 8.5 in intelligence, 8.5 in personality. The, first off, nobody's that consistent. That's what I'm saying. Let's be honest. You're like, an exceptional human if you're eight and a half and yeah, everything. That's pretty fucking good. That's what I mean. So like it's kind of a compliment. A nine and a half body? Yeah. That's you would be round up. You're, you're an A minus. But that's regardless, solid. the you can't frame it in a positive way. There's no, no way no, to frame no. that in a positive way. So I in my brain, I'm hoping not hoping because it'd be really sad, but it would be funny if the way it came out if she was like if he said something, she's like, Oh, well, you know me, I'm a ten. And he's like, You're an eight five. Let, let's get into this actually. You're an eight five across the board. That's I don't want to insult you. Happened. Yeah, that's where I think it came up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. That's how I imagined it happened for sure. What a fucking scene! But uh, we get confirmation that Erica got her residency, as we all know. Which you know, people make jokes about the ticket prices, and people make jokes about the residency in general. I'm not anymore. I love Erica. I do too. And like the big thing is like, you watch this woman's journey over the past two years. Yeah, dude. Like the fact that she was able to get out from under Tom unscathed in all of the lawsuits and then work her way by herself to a Vegas residency, which is what she's always wanted in the wake of this shit and the entire Bravo verse, except for Zach Peter trying to drag her, including us. And then to be on top again in this respect, I don't care if you think the show is dumb or you make fun of the ticket prices. Like that's a cool fucking story. It's cool, but I, I don't even want to focus on that and how far she's come like in her business life. Personally, if that was me and I was going through all of the things that Erica was going through and had that meltdown of last year, wouldn't you come back this year after being exonerated from everything and have a huge fucking tattoo of a middle finger on your forehead? Unless everyone and she doesn't. She decided no. to be fucking nicer and she decided to be calmer and just enjoy her life and not let other people bring her down. How? How? Who was cares? it a therapist or was it a life coach? Who did it? <laughs> Who done it? Jamie. But I don't know. It's cool to see. The next scene we get is Morgan and Kyle and they're FaceTiming. And this is the stuff where I'm like, nah. Ugh. Yeah. Like, come on. Because no. she's like, the first thing she asks, what are you wearing? I'm like, bro. What are you wearing? Guys. Like, come on. 
Could be wearing me. Like if you exactly, that's like the vibe I, I get. It's like, dude, you, you just play it cool at least. You know, you're on camera. Settle down. Unless you're trying to put it out there, like that's where I get confused. That's that's the. It comes back to the music video for me every time. Yeah, I you think know, she's trying to put it out there. But maybe it's because she's. That's I guess the hardest part of this is like, okay, if you know that Mo cheated, but you don't want to fuck up the business because it fucks with the family. Okay. But you're getting on a revenge tour, and we don't know what you're getting revenge for, and that makes this difficult. Well, yeah, I mean, it, that makes it difficult. I'm just, I, I get so uncomfortable with this. And I talked about it earlier. She's my only friend that just, you know, actually gives me shit for things. And it's so funny, and she makes fun of the things that I do. But she's flirting. And I just know she does it in, like, a nice way. It's like, she's flirting with you. That's flirting. And, and like, to be fair, I don't think that Kyle, Kyle might not even know that or understand that. She just enjoys talking to Morgan. What do you mean? When was the last time somebody flirted with her? She's been in a shit marriage for how long? Okay. Maybe she doesn't have people flirt but with she her. She knows what... F- <sighs> she might. All right. Maybe that's... somebody's making her feel good and she likes Seems... it. I agree with that. I'm not making an excuse. That that, that's just how with. I kind of... I figured that out. It's just a confusing that's, that's situation. That's what got me through that scene. Fair enough. But we get to the party at Sutton's and uh, she gave Dorit a heads up. There's going to be 80 people there so Dorit can handle it. Thank God. Um... <laughs> I wouldn't say that she's pretty good friends, though. I wouldn't. It I'd be like, especially... shut up and come. Well, I mean, it, it goes back to the last time we Sutton had an event, didn't tell her, and it was a whole thing. Remember that? It was like last it's season. Obnoxious. It's it, right. It's, it's obnoxious. I don't understand PTSD. <laughs> Just get over it already. But no, I, I don't want to take away from the PTSD of that incident because, yeah, if you thought you're going to die or your kids are going to die, it'll fuck you up for a but while. Did you see the theory why PK thinks it's obnoxious and why he doesn't understand it? Why? Because he arranged it and this oh, was right, an insurance right, right. fraud. Yeah. That... Like, I don't get it. This was all fake. Why yeah. are you so upset? <laughs> I'm selling it, PK. I'm selling it, Bubalish. Uh Maybe she is. Do you think she's selling it? I don't no. think he even told Dorit. I, I don't think I, so If I'm either. PK, I'm probably not trusting oh my Dorit God. without a secret. Yo, if he pulled that off and that is real and he didn't tell her, that's the meanest fucking thing it's in the super, world. It's super, super, super mean. That's the meanest shit of it. But as far as getting away with it. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I wouldn't trust her. <laughs> She's going to spill the beans. Look, my point was saying, if you get up in arms about certain events with certain amounts of people, I don't understand why Magic Mike was not a problem. Exactly. That's where this all comes from. Like, if she had said that about Magic Mike and this was consistent, and I'd be like, all right, whatever. Is it, though? is it the paparazzi? Is it the I think cameras? it's just people, it people that what she's implying is it's a bunch of strangers and she doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, okay. So that's let's go to a strip club. The right. place that, where you're not supposed that's to trust my point. anyone. So why was she cool with that with no questions asked, but the other stuff that's not Kyle-centric? Yeah. Because Kyle was put, or I guess Erica and Kyle were kind of the front runners of that whole thing. I guess right. not. I guess it was just Erica. But I don't know. I, that's the only just reason I Going to Vegas in general right. would be like a nightmare if you're going through that. It's just all people. So that's where I'm like, when she brings it up again, I get a little bit more... But like, what did she do? Did she sit down and just say like, "All right, eighty people. That's four times twenty. I need. I can handle thirty minutes to prepare for eighty. Need to prep. Let me visualize this and sit down, bubblish, and I will. Okay, I'm good to go. Thank you, Sutton. But I don't understand why it's selective. That's the only reason I bring it up again. But whatever. We get Kim and Kyle headed to the party, and do I think that she invited Kim because of what Sutton said? Absolutely. Does it matter? Not really. At least they're hanging out again. And the one thing I need to say about Kim Richards, and I said it to Dev earlier, I appreciate so much that she's at a point in her life where she doesn't care. Like, this is who I am. I'm quirky. I've been through a lot. 
That's what you got from that? Yeah, dude, because she doesn't really give a fuck about what anybody oh, I thinks. Felt, I felt so bad for her. I, I mean, like, I really didn't. didn't I, I think that she doesn't care. I, I think that that's think, her. I, see, I don't think that she doesn't care. I think that she's she's gone through so much since she was one of those people. And there's a lot of those people out there from COVID that were just shut in, didn't know how to get back into society, and can't really handle it. See? I used to say it about the, like, the kids who turned 21 during COVID, who went to bars the year after. They're the worst people in the fucking world. Oh, probably. They don't know how to act in public being drunk. Yeah, which is, you know, a whole different story. But my whole thing with that is... It's the same. It's not, because she I'm went kidding. through so much in her life. Like, she's gone through addiction struggle. She's gone through all these ups and downs. She seems in a place now where she's content with herself. And yeah, it's weird. Yeah, she paints walls. And yeah, she's well, I just felt weird that she uncomfortable. was... I felt bad that she was getting judged for the things that she was saying. It's like I anybody, anybody I, in their I right mind too. can look and be like... You've gone through it. Like, I feel bad. But you know what? Good for you. Like, you seem right. happy. But that's my point. That's yeah. why I'm like, this is cool because, like, this is just who she is. She seems like she's in a good place. She seems comfortable. And she's like, I, yeah, I draw on walls. I'm weird. Hey. And, like, I, I don't know. I appreciate hey. that about her. But, hey. <laughs> um, but let's get into this scene a little bit. We, uh, and that's actually what it started off with. And this is what made me think it because she introduces Sutton, uh, introduces her to Kimberly Brooks. And she's like, she's an artist. She's like, oh. I paint too. And I was like, oh, damn it. Like, you're not the same. She's an action. But immediately she's like, I'm just kidding. I just, I draw on walls. I was like, that's funny. That is funny. That's a crazy yeah. thing that you recognize. That's funny. But I don't, I don't know what an artist says to that, but I don't either. But the, it was really funny. I didn't think that the artist had any sense of humor. She had no idea what was she going was on. Blank face. Just, huh? And Sutton, Sutton also, no sense of humor. But it could have just been the awkwardness of having Kyle I there. I think too. Sutton has a sense of humor. It's just a weird she sense. She does. Of humor. I th- it's a, definitely a weird sense of humor, but I think she was just so like in that stalemate with Kyle being there. Like they were Kyle just showed up, yeah, Kim's they were here frozen. now. I just made that comment about your sisters. Whether or not she remembers that, though, because it gets a little murky when they start talking over by the bar and Sutton doesn't remember a couple of things that she said. Sutton does that. Sutton will just blurt things out, and then the next day, she wasn't even drunk that night. The next day, she'll be like, I didn't. I don't remember saying that Well, she all. on this scene, we get the where she gives a speech. It was a very Sutton speech. It uh, doesn't mean it's a bad speech. It's just a very Sutton speech. Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It started off by saying, I'm the worst public speaker. Yeah. And then talks about labels and not wanting to be labeled. But today is a good thing to be labeled. But anyway, when she gets done, she goes over to the bar to make a drink. And she has to take this moment to be like, can I have a drink now? Can I? And I haven't had a drink. This is my first drink all day. And she says that to Kyle, which brings up the elephant in the room. Why Sutton's upset with Kyle. And they start getting into it about... The rumors and accusations about potentially being an alcoholic. And this is where I get frustrated with Kyle again, because she's like, I didn't say that. Like, I said that maybe that one night. It's like, no, let's roll the tape. The way that you guys were talking is implying that this is a daily occurrence, that she's drunk most of the time, that she has a drinking problem. That's what you said. I think Dorit is the driving factor in that, though. Kyle does tag along, which we've seen for years now. Kyle will just tag along with whatever Dorit says or Erica says or whatever, just to make herself seem cool. But she did definitely say that, and she poked fun at her eating disorder. Like, you can't do that, and then the next day say, I didn't say that. Like, yes, you did. And even if you didn't come out and directly say something, you still alluded to the fact, and you're not an idiot, even though I call a lot of people idiots on these shows. Kyle's not one of them. No, Kyle's not Kyle knows what she's doing, and she just backtracks and acts like she didn't do it because she got away with it for so long. And the funniest part is she's like, oh, Garcelle told you that? Garcelle told you that? And like, to try to jam up Sutton, she's like, let's go ask her then. She's like, did you say this, Garcelle? Did you say that that was a makeup gift or was that Sutton? And Garcelle's like, I said it. Didn't even like balk yeah, at it. She's like, yeah, I said back, it. That's a good friend that's going to back you up. Yeah, and she did. 
and then they start to dive into it and Garcelle's like, well, when it comes to the rings and all the change up, like you changed your ring and then you changed your ring again. And now you keep telling me about how you changed it. And then we look up the meaning of a Tiffany ring, a Tiffany T ring and a Tiffany T ring stands for companionship, partnership, faithfulness, like all this other stuff that is pretty on the nose for what's being said against your marriage. And now you're highlighting the fact that you're changing jewelry and changing it. She would have been much better off had she just kept the makeup ring. Yes. And I'm not saying that's what it was. No, but that's yeah. the easiest way to remember it. Had you, you just got it. Now you have to wear that forever. Yeah. If you don't want people At asking least questions. for the next couple of weeks. Right. You don't change it the next day. No. And especially if people are asking questions about it, like you just got to grin and bear that one and just wear that ring. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Instead, she takes the tactic of, I'm going to throw them off my scent. I'm just going to keep changing the ring, and they'll never be on to it, but... But the one thing I want to talk about from Garcelle's confessional when she's talking about the rings and stuff, and she says, who's it for? And when she says, is it for Mo and Smirks, was she saying Mo Reese or Morgan? Mo Reese. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. Does anybody call Morgan Wade Mo? No, but you could, M.O. Dude, if I'm right about this, st- no, stop it. No, that's you're reading right. in too much. I'm not. I think I'm on the nose. No, there. I you're think not. You're stupid. You're on the most. I think you're blind. I think you're just blind and stupid. But um, I... <laughs> it's not even that good. It is. She's. No, it's not. Who's it about? Morgan. The Morgan. Morgan. Do that again. Do that again. Morgan. She said Mo. Morgan. Do it again. Okay. She said Morgan. No, she. Did. I don't think she said Morgan. I'm trying to I'm make saying, something happen. Mo, you you can't sit there and tell me that Mo could not be a nickname for Morgan. It could, but no one has called her that. Right, until Garcelle did it and smirked. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Roll the tape. Dude, you want to sit I know there that and she judge smirked. me? What she's saying. Morgan. <laughs> is it for Mo, meaning is, is your companionship with Mo? Morgan. Smirk, meaning are you guys fucking together? Or fucking separately. <laughs> oh, I just got confused as to what that meant. Yeah. Uh, in there. Anyway, anyway, we get back to the Dorit and Sutton and Kyle shit. And that's when Dorit comes out and says, Sutton talks about your marriage behind your back. And says, then Sutton says, well, that's funny because I hear that you're talking all the shit behind my back. And then she goes, well, who said that? And she tells that Crystal told her about the other day when they were sitting there, her and Kyle talking about Sutton's drinking. Dorit takes it upon herself to go question Crystal, who is mortified because we know how this is going to go. Great, I'm getting interrogated by Dorit. This is going to take fucking forever. And all Dorit is doing is playing the semantics game. All she's doing is trying to spin it as to why she said what and who said it. Did Kyle say it or did I say it? Did she say that both of them said it? And Sutton's like, I, yeah, I guess. Like, okay, you both said it. What do you want from me here? But all Dorit's doing is, like, this is what she does. She says shit. She gets called out for shit. And then she tries to spin it as to that's not what I meant by it. And, and she I just tries that. to throw confusion out there the best that she can yeah. by 
trying to nail down who said what specifically and when and no I wasn't talking about that it's like by the time that you're done we're all so confused as to what you're saying but you haven't answered the original question and I love that Crystal didn't get caught up in any of that she just got bored and says it I like that fucking Erica laughed at that too I know right Erica's so removed from everybody else she's just enjoying her she enjoys every feud happening right now she laughs at on the outside which is great. great this is the perfect Erica Jane that we're seeing she's having and I called it episode one EJ, come back here. You laughed at me when I said it. Look at us now. Look at you now. I'm laughing at you for other reasons now. That's fine. I'll take that. Morgan. But the the last thing we need to talk about is the housewife we didn't need. Anne-Marie starts speaking up about Sutton's neuropathy drug, gabapentin. I wrote it down just to be thorough here. Gabapentin. I should have Googled it to see if you could drink on it. But. Sutton says her doctor said she can drink on it. She said you can have a drink on it, That's which what, is what Sutton had said originally, a yeah. drink. And so now- like Most medication, though. But now Anne-Marie is apparently not an anesthesiologist, she's but- She's a nurse uh, anesthetist, which is a step down, which means she's a nurse, yeah. Right. And she sits there and has like a, like a doctor's appointment with Sutton, where she's questioning everything about her disorder, her esophageal disorder, mm-hmm. if you will. And we know that this is a real thing. That doesn't even sound that far-fetched. I didn't have to look it up, nor did I need confirmation. Also, like, the medical diagnosis from Anne-Marie is, well, do you just chew your food more? Yeah, what are you talking about? Fucking idiot. That makes no sense. Who let you be your nurse? Like, seriously, who let you pass that? That's a scary thought. That is insane. That is wild that that was her first thought. And she thought that she was being shady, too, and enjoying herself. And it's like, no, I'm happy that Sutton stood her ground. I'm happy that other people were just having conversations over them. And there was just nothing going on there. It was just the dumbest thing ever. Amory should not be sticking herself in this situation. Who are you? At all. We don't even know who you are. Even Sutton said that. I don't know you. I met you last week. I have no idea who you are. You shouldn't be sitting down talking about my medical disorder. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And for a newbie to come in out of nowhere, knowing nothing about Sutton or the rest of the girls in this group, but to not know something about a human, if I didn't know you, and I sat down and started to diagnose your esophagus and whether or not it's a real disorder. Sounds kind of hot. Question. Stop. You diagnose my esophagus? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> not even kind of. But for someone to sit down there and do that to a stranger and then imply that she has an eating disorder is fucking insane. That is banana land. In the middle of her store. In the middle of her party. You're going to question whether or not she has an eating disorder, something that is so taboo that you're not supposed to mention it or talk about it and definitely not accuse somebody of having it. That is fucking appalling. Yeah. And you question a medical diagnosis at the same time. You think that you that qualifies you to have medical doctor diagnosis conversations in a party? In a party with somebody that you don't know? That's crazy. For what? To defend Kyle? To look good on TV. And Kyle wasn't even chiming in either, which is good. Thankfully, she was just talking to Kim, who was talking about drawing on Sutton's walls. That was great. Which was also so very great. funny. But still, Anne-Marie's just sitting out there by herself on an island with Sutton now because she decided to poke her nose into the business that she does not deserve to be in. It just does, it does not make any sense. She can go. She can go now. It doesn't add anything. Yeah, this, this might be... I, we talk about Bravo adding housewives when they don't need to. This is the dumbest one. It's a missed, a bad signing, if you will. You know, teams, baseball teams, football teams, you, you take a shot in a free agent every now and then they don't pan out. Shit yep. happens, you know? But uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? 
Nope, that's it for me for Beverly Hills. Well, remember to buy your tickets to our live show January 25th at the Green Room 42. NYC Times Square tickets are selling pretty quick, which is awesome. Uh, Like I said, this is our first solo show. We are doing this on our own. Brav Bros exclusive. We'll have some guests, but they are our guests. We are not guests of anybody else. So we need your support. If ever there was a time where you're like, am I going to go to this show? Should I buy that ticket? Now's the time to buy the ticket. Support us. This will eventually allow us to do a lot more shows. This is like our kickoff. We need this one to go great, the next one to go great, and then we're rolling, baby. So buy those tickets. Buy them tickets. Get them ticks, bruh. Bruh? Bruh. All right, bruh. Because this show going to be bussin'. Forget about it, cuh. <laughs> anyone knows that reference, I will be so happy. Yeah. Well, Just, we'll give you a free ticket if you know that. We reference. will actually give you a free ticket. If you can give us what the that- The first one. Well, not all of you. Yeah, no, no, no. The first person to get, forget about it, cuh, then tell us what movie that's from, what actor said it. There's your hint. Think action movies. You got one hint. Yep. Think action movies, actor, movie. One hint. That's a great hint. Good luck. Good luck for your free ticket. Rob Rose out here. Hi. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.